Free speech is under attack in America. The government doesn't care about your safety. They just don't want you to escape the matrix. Thank you so much for being here. I'm Anna Perez. Wake up, people! Per usual, the mainstream media exists to serve one purpose, and that is to protect the political elite. And we should not be acquiescing to these people. Americans are historically illiterate, and it is a major problem. There's no such thing as free speech absolutism because free speech is, in and of itself, an absolute concept. Right here, back on LFA TV for another episode of Wrong Think. Have a great day, guys. Welcome to Wrong Think, everyone. I'm Anna Perez. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you all had a great Christmas, a great Christmas Eve. Um, I'm Hispanics, as you all guys all know at this point. Uh, so we mostly celebrate Christmas Eve. Christmas, of course, is you know the big day, but we uh, we call it uh, Noche Buena, which means good uh, good night. So we. Um, you know, celebrate Christmas Eve. We go to midnight mass and everything. So it was great seeing my family. It was great having uh, just time off to spend um, to spend with everybody that I love and care about. And I hope you guys had the same opportunity this weekend. I hope that you guys had some time to refresh and just you know lay low and have a great time uh, with your family and friends and whoever uh, you got to spend time with. Of course. Uh, before the show, before the weekend, I talked about how it's so important to keep the Christ in Christmas. And, you know, I, I hope that you guys were all able to do that. I know the world has gone absolutely crazy and that's very difficult to do these days. But guys, uh, really, really uh, happy to be back because I really missed doing shows. I know, you know, I only missed one day yesterday, Monday. So, but it feels like when I'm away one day that I'm away for way longer because I just, I love interacting with you guys so much. Um, and yeah, so really glad to be back. I hope you guys had a great weekend and, um, I want to get in with the show because we have a lot to get into guys. This regime, okay, make no mistake is criminalizing nationalism. And apparently I, I know for so long they made it out to be some white supremacy thing to call yourself a nationalist, but it's actually, I would argue a lot worse right now because, um, what they're doing now is they're basically sending you to prison. You are a political prisoner now if you are a nationalist. Now, we saw all of that with January 6th, but they're targeting specific groups, and I'm going to break that down, what that looks like as of now and the status of all of that, because I am going to cover some of the January 6th stuff. Uh, I know you guys have been asking me to do that. A lot of people have been inquiring about that uh, So and, and the status of all of that. So we are going to break that down and take a look at what's happening in these January 6th prisons and, and, and the footage that's coming out now and everything that's going on, because, um, guys, it, it, imagine being stuck in prison over Christmas because your government, the government of the United States of America, which is supposed to be the freest country in the world, imprisoned you because of your political beliefs, because you attended a protest about mail-in votes, about election integrity, because you walked into a Capitol, perhaps, and not all of them did, right? You walked into your Capitol building that, that we, are all, we all own, okay? And I'll show you guys the footage, crazy stuff that just came out. The police literally held the door open, okay? I was gonna get to that later, but uh, spoiler alert, that's what I'm gonna show you guys. But um, you, the fact that the people are being criminalized because of something that, frankly, uh, they didn't do anything wrong about, or at least weren't violent about, right, um, is just absurd in this country. And, and really what's going on here is that the regime wants to criminalize any nationalists, any, patriot, any patriots, any strong people, any people with strong views about this country, about uh, wanting to glorify God in America, wanting to 
honor this country and our values and our principles and our constitution. That is what's going on. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the regime is actively destroying this country from within, and I'll break all of that down in the second part of the show, what they're doing. Uh, but first, guys, please go ahead and rumble this video if you haven't already. Click the plus sign or the boxing glove on the app if you haven't already. That would really help us out. You know, 2023 is coming in just a few days, really, or I guess this weekend. Really glad that New Year's Eve is on a weekend this time. Uh, but uh, yeah, so... Guys, it's good. lots of big stuff coming. I'm telling you, we have so many plans. You guys already met Isabella, who is fantastic. She's going to be joining us in 2023. Uh, really, really great. Really excited to have her. And so many other people, so many other hosts. So I'm telling you guys, you're not going to want to miss out on this. Uh, and the way you can help us continue to grow even beyond that is by rumbling our videos, keeping us on the Rumble leaderboard, and helping us climb the Rumble leaderboard. So really important, guys. It's super easy to do. Free, of course. If you want to donate, you can. Uh, but I know, of course, it's tough, tough times. So we really appreciate you doing that. But of course, you don't have to. We just really appreciate if you would rumble because that's easy and free. So why not, right? Why not help us here at LFA? All right, guys, so now to get into the show, all right? Um, pretty serious stuff that's going on. I, I came across this article from, I think, last week, really, or a few days before, a couple days before Christmas. We're right around that time, guys. Uh, the Proud Boys, which I don't know if you are familiar with. Uh, the Proud Boys leader may be on trial, but his thugs are still on the street causing trouble. Uh, you guys might be aware aware of the Proud Boys leader. That would be Gavin McInnes. Uh, he's, he's a good friend of mine. I've had him on the show before, so you guys have definitely seen him. If you've been watching Wrong Think from day one, or you might be familiar with his work. Uh, really funny guy, hilarious. He's a comedian. That's his, his past, of course, his background. And um, also a friend of mine. I also am very familiar with the Proud Boys. And... This is, by the way, a Salon art article. So, of course, Salon is working for the regime. Salon is working for the government, right? Uh, Salon has run many hit pieces on me, many more, like two. Um, and they've, they're very anti, very anti-right, very anti-conservative, obviously. I, you, you guys are probably familiar with some of Salon's work, right? But I wanted to show you that because it just goes to show that the regime is really targeting people that they don't need to. Now, who is Gavin McInnes? Okay, well, let me just break this down. He is a uh, patriot. He is a nationalist. He started the Proud Boys, which is literally just a group of guys, okay, that likes to drink beer and fight. And they don't start fights. They finish them. Gavin's very clear about that. He doesn't like the group to start violence, okay? The group rarely starts violence. Anytime there is an infiltrator that does anything wrong or has views that are racist or has views that are like, you know, opposing the, what the group stands for, usually it's somebody who was planted there or it's just an outlier. But this idea that the that the Proud Boys organization is this horrible group of, you know, right-wing extremists, of white nationalists, it's all a lie. And the ironic part about all this, I tell people this story all the time whenever I talk about Proud Boys, but oh my gosh, my hair is doing something really weird. I don't know what it's doing. Um, uh, but uh I tell this story all the time. When I was in college, I had a professor who was, uh, she was talking about the Proud Boys. And she was talking about how they're, she called it a white nationalist organization. This was right around 2018 when, of course, Proud Boys are really big. Gavin was, I worked with Gavin at CRTV. He was just starting to get banned from everywhere. Um, and what was interesting, she, like I said, she called them a white nationalist organization. Now, I happen to have some friends in there. I know people who are a part of it. Um, there was a guy who went to my school who was a part of it, who I was friends with. He happened to be Hispanic, okay? And the other guy I know in it is black. So the two people I know in this, this white nationalist organization at the time were Hispanic and black, okay? So I raise my hand and I say, I don't know what you're talking about, lady. Uh, obviously, I was a little bit more respectful. Um, I was like, look, lady, I don't know what you're talking about, but uh, 
she, this was a journalist, by the way. She was an Emmy award-winning journalist who was my professor. I was like, but as a journalist, you should know to uh, verify your sources and your your facts. And and the reality here is that uh, it's not a white nationalist organization. She's like, oh yeah, that's an interesting perspective. I've never heard that. I was like, yeah, well, actually, it just so happens that I know people in it and they happen to be black and Hispanic, okay? And I also have, at the time I was working at CRTV, I also happen to know Gavin McInnes uh, and I know for a fact he's not a racist. Um, I would never be working on his show if that were the case, okay? Uh, so this whole narrative of like, you know, Proud Boys are racist, Proud Boys are this, Proud Boys are that. No, all it is is that they're a nationalist group. But of course, the regime wants them in jail. They want to throw the Proud Boys in jail. They want to throw Gavin in jail because what do they do? They stand up for, you know, Western society. They stand up for not even just America, but the entire West. Proud Boy chapters are scattered all around the West, by the way. It, it has grown so much in popularity because, you know, Andrew Tate, as I'm sure a lot of you guys are familiar with, I talk about him a lot on the show, he says a lot of the stuff that Gavin said first, okay? This idea that we need to prop up, you know, West, Western civilization is falling and that it's, it's being destroyed and we need to prop up, you know, male leadership. The whole idea behind the Proud Boys was to give men an outlet to hang out with other men, okay? Um, because he, really, he recognized that the only way, that the way that the West, that our government, the elites destroy Western society is they destroy masculinity first, okay? So... What what this what the government is really angry at is the fact that you know we have this strong these strong male leaders who want to stand up for for the constitution he, they want to stand up for the flag they want to stand up for for God for patriotism everything that the elites hate so now now there's of course Gavin's being threatened he's going to be put on trial in connection to January sixth now here's the thing here's the dinger guys Gavin wasn't there. Gavin wasn't at January 6th and I don't and I think he specifically said to Proud Boys if, if I'm not if if I am correct if I'm not mistaken and I'll, I'll ask him this to verify this information but I'm 99.999% sure he literally told Proud Boys do not go it is a setup okay so the fact that he is being targeted by this administration by the elites by the the mainstream media which of course all work for the regime the biden regime the biden regime's doj which already came after trump right and of course any patriot after that um the fact that he said that and they're still targeting him it just goes to show guys how much they are targeting nationalists i'm going to go on and read the rest of the article by the way i just wanted to give you some background information on what's going on here here's what salon points out again a very far left outlet after five oath keepers were convicted last month of crimes related to january 6th insurrection the leaders of the proud boys should be sweating jury selection began this week in the trial of proud boys leader enrique tario oh yeah by the way it's not just gavin gavin stepped down from proud boys technically and now enrique tario is the leader quote leader of proud boys so it's not really uh, Gavin that they're publicly going after, although it's only a matter of time when they do. He did this whole skit where he pretended to be taken down by the FBI and, and whatever, but like that wasn't real. That was a skit. Uh, I just want to give you that quick background info. It's Enrique Tario they're openly after, but once they get to Enrique, you know they're going to go after Gavin. Him stepping down didn't really do much because the media and the left still come after him. Anyway, I just wanted to clarify that. So uh, the selection begins this week in trial of Proud Boys leader Enrique Tario and four of his top lieutenants on various charges, including seditious conspiracy, quite similar to those that the Oath Keepers, another group that they're going after, had Stuart Rhodes and his followers faced. The evidence seems similar to, as CNN reports, it's largely based on quote, the defendant's own words in texts and social media posts, as well as recorded planning meetings and videos of from the riot. 
Even their defense strategies are the same, just as the Oath Keepers tried to spin their extensive conspiracy leading up to the Capitol assault as little more than fantasy roleplay. Tario and other Proud Boys are arguing that they had no pre-existing plans to storm the Capitol. They didn't, as I pointed out, and that any messages suggesting otherwise were just kidding around. By the way, guys, like I said, Anyone who knows Gavin knows that he is a comedian and these people, these guys that are part of this group, they're not exactly the most like serious people. They're joking around, okay? It is a men's group where they like to drink, okay? And just, you know, shoot the shit as they say, okay? So it, it, it is absolutely 100% plausible that they would just be joking around. I don't know if you've met any of them, but it, it, of course they would be kidding. So I don't understand why they're making it out to be like it's anything other than that. Anyway, here it is. Every jury is different, and it's wise not to make the assumptions about how any criminal trial will go. But it's worth noting that the jury in the Oath Keepers trial spent very little time deliberating before coming back with guilty verdicts on seditious conspiracy for Rhodes and his right-hand man, Kelly Meggs, as well as convictions on various other charges for all five defendants. The, quote, just kidding defense is harder to pull off when the event you seem to be planning, in this case, the Capitol's insurrection, happened in broad daylight and on live TV and with extensive documentary evidence that your followers did exactly what you told them to do. What in the world are you talking about, Salon? I literally, literally, the footage proves exactly what we've been saying on the right for so long, which is that most people were just there to walk around and protest. So stupid. Anyway, I'll continue. Their leadership might be sitting behind bars but the Proud Boys are still mobilizing at a rapid pace across the country. Andy Campbell, Huffington Post reporter and author of We Are Proud Boys, How a Right-Wing Street Gang Ushered in the New Era of American Extremism, oh my gosh, told Salon, they're out here to fight for GOP grievances, and today that grievance is the LGBTQ community, which I'll get to in a moment. In the Proud Boys' first few years after the group was formed by right-wing shock jock and vice co-founder Gavin McInnes in 2016, they focused mainly on a Trump-inspired message of Western chauvinism, which claimed not to advocate racism or white supremacy, but certainly had a great deal in common with those things. What the hell are you talking about? In the post-January 6th era, however, the group was evolved in a bit has evolved a bit away from full-on Trumpism shock troops and towards being a Christian nationalist organization. That's what they always were, oh my God. Devoted to amplifying the culture war and making it more confrontational and even violent. Okay, so if you're familiar with, if you've been watching Wrong, Wrong Thing for a little while, guys, or if you've, been, you've even seen me on RAV and you watch my show Common Sense, you know that what the Proud Boys were doing as far as the LGBTQ reference that, the, that Salon just made, they were standing up for children, okay? At a drag queen story hour, at a public library drag queen story hour where a drag queen obviously was reading to little kids. All they were doing were... They were just protesting this disgusting event where a man dressed up as a woman who actually has a very sketchy past and connections to disgusting language, pedophilic language, which I've exposed on this show and on Common Sense as well. I've had Proud Boys on. Uh, it was the the uh, it was the San Francisco chapter, I believe, of Proud Boys that I had on. All they were doing was protesting uh, disgusting perverts, okay, so that they wouldn't indo indoctrinate children. And apparently that's wrong, okay? Apparently that's terrible according to this regime. Why? Because they will give any excuse to go after patriots, to go after American, Christian American citizens who are standing up for what's right. And in this case, this particular case, that is exactly what Proud Boys were doing. And, and you can have, a lot of people have different opinions on Proud Boys, fine, fine. You don't like them for being at Charlottesville, well guess what, there's a backstory to that as well, guys. They were being set up since day one by a lot of leftists, by a lot of infiltrators that happened at Charlottesville. That's why everybody says, well, they're bad. They're white supremacists. They were at Charlottesville. If you actually speak to Gavin, if you actually speak to any of the members, they will tell you it was a setup, okay? Um, 
And we could do a whole show on that, how many times these groups get set up by people, okay? Same thing on January 6th, another setup, right? But the point is, is that January 6th, okay, these people have almost nothing to do with January 6th, other than maybe they have some similar views to the people who were there, right? Just as you and I do. They're about as responsible for January 6th, as far as I'm aware, as you and I are, which is, I don't know, not at all, really, right? All we wanted, all we want are fair elections, right? And apparently that's a crime. All we want is for our country to be on top again. All we want is a, to be a sovereign nation, right? With, with, with borders, a border wall, right? We want to protect our borders. We want to love our God, okay? We want to be able to freely worship our God. We want to be proud of our heritage, of our American heritage, of our Christianity, right? And so anybody who stands up for that, though, the regime goes after, and that is what's going on with Enrique Tarrio, the Proud Boys, and Gavin McInnes, and this entire group, right? And I want to I want to show you guys a clip, a a uh, piece of the footage from January sixth that just came out because I cannot stress this enough. There were people sitting, dozens dozens of American citizens sitting in jail over Christmas for doing almost nothing, for I don't know trespassing the, the Capitol, for putting their feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk, a Nancy let them eat cake Pelosi's desk. These people are rotting away in prison, being abused. These are January sixth prisoners, okay? Same as what's going to happen to a lot of Proud Boys, okay? Um, or, or already is happening to a lot of them. And uh, for what? For what? Okay, certainly not the violent crimes that the left accuses them of. Certainly not the violence that the regime accuses them of. No, they're just upset because all of those people who attended that march exposed the truth that day, which is that the election was indeed stolen from Donald J. Trump, okay? And that's what's going on here. And I want to play this footage, as I promised, guys. This is shocking, okay? This is new footage that just came out. This is... Uh, and the police were literally holding the doors open so people could just walk right through. So if there's any narrative out there that needs to be destroyed right now, it's that these people just violently broke into the Capitol. Take a look at this. Right, guys so there you can see that not exactly the most violent interaction in fact very much welcomed by the capitol police so more and more evidence proving that this was indeed a setup and that i don't know the patriots that were there to protest any patriots that were there were just there to literally protest not to not to cause violence not to be right-wing extremists right not to be white nationalists not to be anything other than an american citizen exercising their rights now they broke into the capital is that trespassing sure sure maybe it is but does that make them a violent right-wing extremist no it doesn't and does it merit for them to be rotting away on on christmas day in a prison that wouldn't even pass inspection that two people have already died in no Certainly not. 
But this is what the regime is doing. They are targeting patriotic groups like the Proud Boys. They are targeting patriotic groups like the Oath Keepers, okay? And by the way, when you start a group, okay, like the Proud Boys or Oath Keepers, you know, they're, they're, you're bound to have infiltrators that maybe say things that you don't necessarily agree with or that they do things that you don't necessarily agree with. Well, guess what? You're not accountable for every single word or action that everybody else does. Just because one person in the Proud Boys does something, just because one person in the Oath Keepers does something that, you know, conservatives wouldn't, wouldn't agree with doesn't mean that the entire group is wrong or that they're they're overall bad the actual message that proud boys and oath keepers and all of those groups and the J and the j6 protesters stand for is valid the actual message that they stand for is patriotism it's nationalism it is being proud of your country being proud of your of your christianity being proud of your heritage and there is nothing wrong with that Nothing wrong with that. In fact, we need more of that in this country. We need more Americans to stand up and, and stand up for that same message that those brave patriots were standing up for, okay? And by the way, don't you find it interesting that the left is allowed to have their own paramilitary wing of the party? They're allowed to have Antifa, but the right, we can't even have a few guys that like to drink beer and uh, beat up uh, Antifa, get into fights with Antifa that, by the way, Antifa starts. Antifa starts these fights, okay? Proud Boys, for all that they're demonized for, they don't start fights. They finish them. They make that very, very clear, abundantly clear, in fact, okay? That is not their goal. They don't want to hurt people. They don't go out looking for, ooh, what skinny loser with blue hair can I beat up now? No, guys, they're trying to... I, I was there, I remember, on election night uh, in 2020. I was at Harry's, that bar in D.C. that a lot of conservatives like to go to. And a few of my friends, Proud Boys, they were there. And I remember being, like, worried because Harry's was getting all sorts of, uh, you know, bad press from the media because a lot of conservatives like to stand to hang out there. Nothing bad went on. It was just mostly consultants, mostly people just, like, it was just a fun uh, dive bar atmosphere everybody just like a lot of conservatives hung out there there was always like conservative networks playing I even did a show live there when I was at Real America's Voice we used to do a show there every week so really great atmosphere great place to be and uh I just wanted to go there to, to like hang out with other conservatives right go my some of my friends were going and um I remember being scared. I remember calling my mom and being like, yeah, I'm gonna go to this bar, whatever. She's like, oh, well, be careful. Like, you know that they come after like conservatives, right? On election night, you know, they're gonna, it's gonna be violent in DC. I actually felt safer going there knowing that Proud Boys were going to be there. I felt safer knowing that and when I heard that Proud Boys were all going to be there, that it was like a big group of them, I was like, oh, thank goodness. I actually feel safer, okay? Because they would have targeted, and I heard that they were going to target that bar anyway, but at least they were there. And they, I believe they did get into a little bit of a fight. There was a little bit of a conflict there. But Antifa actually is scared of Proud Boys because anytime Proud Boys are there, they know they're going to lose. Why? Because uh, Antifa, these skinny or, or obese, uh, blue-haired losers, uh, probably taking estrogen and all sorts of hormone blockers, are scared of Proud Boys because they're actually normal men, okay? Or somewhat normal. Some of them are kind of goofy, but <laughs> that's another thing. Uh, but no, they're fine. They're just, they're just guys who like to drink beer, okay? Um, but the point is, I'm not defending them because I want you guys to think highly of them. I'm defending them because in this particular instance, it's unfair. It, it, it's completely unfair. Is, where did that come from? That's completely underestimating the situation. It it's all a psyop, okay? They want you to believe that they're they're demonizing these groups. They're saying, oh, they do this, they're violent, they're that. When in reality, even if that was true, even if all of that was true, that would still be the least of our problems here in America because there are way more things that are going on that are actively destroying this country, namely this regime, and I'll get into all of that, but what the regime is doing is they are labeling Proud Boys, they're labeling Oath Keepers, they're labeling, labeling the J6 protesters as criminals, as violent extremists, okay? When in fact, all they are are nationalists, okay? 
But once they can get you to believe that, they'll get you to focus on all of these stupid salon articles that are coming out demonizing these groups. Meanwhile, they are actively destroying the country from within using uh, what? Oh, of course, our military. Because once we break down our military, our country doesn't stand a chance. The best military in the world is useless if they're just gonna be you know, deciding what gender they are. But that is what's going on right now. I'm gonna break down exactly how this regime is actively working against us in that way. It's all a psyop, okay? So that they, so that you focus on all these horrible terrorists that are you know, uh, patrolling the world and, or the country and beating poor little Antifa victims up. According to Jerry Nadler, of course, Antifa doesn't exist. So we're not even allowed to believe that they exist. Uh, but the reality is, guys, the reality is, I don't care what you think about Proud Boys or Oath Keepers or January Sixers, whatever it is. I know you guys are probably more on my side when it comes to this, but I'm just saying, I don't even care if you don't support them. That's not what I'm asking you to understand here. What I'm asking you to understand is that you are being sold a massive lie by the regime that these people are, you know, anything other than nationalists, okay? The message is clear. They just want to stand up for our country and, you know, and God, and God, that's a big part of their message, okay? And traditional family values, if you look at any, uh, any of their websites, if you, t if you listen to any of Gavin's interviews, that's what he'll say. If you listen to Oath Keepers, same, same concept. Uh, January 6ers, just regular American citizens like you and I who wanted to stand up for election integrity. But no, but no, they are being demonized, demonized by this regime. Meanwhile, there's something sinister boiling underneath, and I will go through all of that in the second half of the show, guys, but... First of all, I want to go ahead and read an ad from one of our amazing sponsors, Field of Greens. You know them. You love them. I hope some of you guys ordered them for your family members, ordered it on for some of your family members on Christmas. Uh, great Christmas gift, great stocking stuffer, okay? But although that's, uh, time's already gone by, but great, great present still because, of course, um, uh, New Year's is coming up and who doesn't like to make their... New Year's resolution to lose weight, right? So this can, this product can help you do that. Once upon a time in America, people lived on farms, right? You didn't have to tell them to eat vegetables and fruits to stay healthy. It's what they already did, but as Americans became more mobile, uh, foods that wouldn't spoil became the new thing. The problem is, guys, processed and fast foods have fewer nutrients, and now guess what? We aren't as healthy. Shocker. So let me tell you what I take to help me stay healthy. That's Field of Greens. Field of Greens is packed with a full spectrum of essential vegetables and fruits, plus science-backed herbs and prebiotics. This is what I need to stay healthy. Field of Greens works fast. You'll have more energy. You'll look and feel healthier, and it can even help you lose weight. But, what, you know, I'm telling you guys, join me and take Field of Greens, too. It can help you get, to help you get started. I got you 15% off. That's 1-5% off your first order and another 10% off when you subscribe for recurring orders. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code LFA. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code LFA, Field of Greens, promo code LFA. I'm telling you guys, you're going to want to do it. Uh, it's really worth it. You're going to love it. It's, there's really nothing to dislike about it. You know, even uh, it, it can help you lose weight. It can just help you stay healthier. I'm telling you, it really just helps you get your daily greens in. It's super easy to incorporate into your diet. So highly recommend. All right. So I want to go on with the second half of the show. We're going to break down what this regime is doing to actively destroy our country while they're blaming that on literally everybody else except themselves, even though they are the ones that, it's, that are causing it. Uh, but before I do that, I want to go ahead and read some of your comments because I'm sure you guys have a lot to say about this. Um, let's see. Tone Man 514 says, Anna is on fire today. Thank you, guys. As you can hear, you can probably tell in my voice, I really missed being here, so I definitely am. Dale Doc says, not sure. Sounds pre-recorded. This sounds pre-recorded? That doesn't make any sense. I'm answering your question live. How is that possible? All right, so... Um, 
Let's see. Um, hmm, who cares about Charlottesville? That's Paul. Exactly. But what's funny is for so long, that was the only thing that they could demonize the, le the right about. They would always bring up Charlottesville. And, you know, it's funny because it's like that was the only thing that they could point to that was a big stain on the right. Meanwhile, the left... They attack every single institution on the daily. They will literally attack pregnancy centers, pregnancy crisis centers, when Roe v. Wade was overturned, right? We're right around that time. They went after, you know, churches. They went after, uh, Antifa's always going after people, literally people's private property. They vandalized the um, New York Met uh, Republic. Metropolitan Republican Club, whatever it's called, I forget. And she, they actually sent threats. There was like a 70-year-old woman, that little old woman that worked at the front desk. And... Uh, they would, Gavin McInnes was going to speak there, I believe in October of, I want to say 2019 or 2018, one of those years. I remember because I worked with him. And that was when he was like basically canceled everywhere when he did that talk because what happened is Antifa threatened the venue like days before or weeks before and they were literally threatening to kill and rape the old woman at the front desk, right? So they do this kind of stuff all the time. I bring that up not because it's the only circumstance because it's one of many and they're constantly going after our institutions, constantly physically and physically attacking and threatening people, right? And still they get away with it scot-free. Meanwhile, we had one slip up in Charlottesville and all that happened there was that it was a setup for a lot of conservatives. It was a setup Gavin explains this better than I do because he was there. He was the one who went there with Proud Boys. But what his point is like, we didn't know what it was. They were told that it was like some, you know, nationalist display. They were told that it was just some like, you know, event to, you know, protest America going, becoming a hellhole, right? But really what it was, was of course a setup. They wanted, they connected it to racism and all this stuff. But that was the only event that the left could point back to. Why? Because it was the only one where we slipped up. And that's why as people on the right, it sucks because we constantly have to be vigilant. Like we're going to be set up at all times. I was on a call last night. I was doing a Twitter space where uh, Heather pointed this out when it came to election integrity. She was like, you know, as a journalist, Heather Mullins, by the way, uh, she was a, a journalist at RAV, a good friend of mine. Uh, she was pointing out that like, you know, a lot of times as conservatives, we are set up when it comes to this election integrity stuff because they will, they're will they looking for any opportunity to sue you if you make a wrongful claim. So you have to be really careful. Even if the evidence makes it look one way and it seems like it, it should be that way in any normal world, right? You have to verify constantly all of your sources, not because you're a bad journalist, but because the left, they're constantly coming after the right in ways that we don't go after them in. And we probably should be going after them that way. We should be making, working, you know, trying to slip them up. But the thing is, we're too principled. We have morals, okay? So we don't do that to other people. So it, it, it's, it's kind of a catch-22. It's like, do we follow suit and play the same game as them? Or do we stay principled? It's an interesting debate, right? And of course, there's all sorts of nuances to the argument, but like, like in what way? How would we do that when it comes to this issue, but not this issue? It's just, it's interesting the way that they're constantly trying to make a slip up. Same thing with January 6th. FBI set that up, right? There were obviously real people there who wanted to protest, who were just there, good American citizens who genuinely wanted to be there to protest what they saw going wrong with our elections. But then, of course, the FBI made it into something that it didn't have to be. I mean, you saw the police officers open the door, right? So, you know, it's just, it's hard because we're constantly being set up and it just sucks. 
And, you know, even when we're constantly being set up, we still do a really, really good job of not falling into those traps. Like I said, the only one we had was Charlottesville and then January 6th. Those are the two events that the, that the left can point to. Meanwhile, you know, I would lose, I, I could be all here all day. I could be here for weeks counting the events to, that the right can point back to that the left has done. So it's just interesting, the imbalance there. Um, let's see. Steven says he didn't have a good Christmas. I'm sorry, sorry, Steven. I hope nothing serious happened. I, I hope it was a good, um, hope it wasn't too bad. Yeah, why does everybody think, so, think this is pre-recorded? I'm literally live right now. I don't know how, what, how much more proof you need. Just like ask me to jump up and down and I will. No, I'm just kidding. I won't do that. I don't want, I'm not going to stand up. Um, but I, yeah, I, this, is, this is live, guys. This is live, okay? I'll even, um, I mean, I'm reading the chat right now. I wouldn't be able to do that. Why are you guys talking about Cardi B? Brutal listening to Cardi try to speak intelligently. Um, yeah, so funny. Cardi B is like retarded. Um, but she's actually hilarious. I actually really like Cardi B in a way, in like a weird way. Like she's just like so stupid. It's funny to listen to her. And like there was an interview between her and Bernie Sanders. <laughs> and she was like, Bernie was like, she's like, yeah, like, I don't really know because like I feel like I really don't like paying taxes and whatnot. And he was like, oh, well, I think that you should pay more taxes. He's like, all right, we need to pay more taxes for all of these things. She's like, yeah, but like, I don't really like taxes or nothing. Like, do I really gotta pay taxes? I'll, I'll have to find the video, it's so funny. Like, she didn't even know what she was supporting. Like, that's how, it just goes to show how dumb these celebrities are. They like support people because they're told that's who they have to support, people like Bernie Sanders and communists and socialists. And then when it comes down to it, they like don't actually support any of the policies. Like Cardi B didn't, apparently had no idea that communism actually redistributes your income and you actually have to pay higher taxes when you make more money. Hello, Cardi B, you're rich. So that means you have to pay more money. Sorry, that's how it works in, uh, in Bernie Sanders America. Wait, what are you talking about? So, so SoCal so Pistol, what are you talking about? Oh, Cardi B has sex on Instagram live? No way. That's insane. How does, why does, well, I shouldn't, I was going to say, why does Instagram allow that? But they allow child porn. So like, I shouldn't be upset. I mean, I shouldn't be uh, shocked. That's crazy. Um, yes, Mike was pre-recorded, but just because one person's pre-recorded doesn't mean other people are pre-recorded. There are some days when I have to be pre-recorded. He's not, or other hosts are not, or he is. And it just depends on our schedules. But, um, that doesn't necessarily mean the whole network is when one person is. Um, E33 says, great impression, sounds just like her. Yeah, well, she's not particularly um, well-spoken, so that's how she sounds in my mind, or at least close. Beanery says, I'm making lunch, but listening. Great show, Anna. Thank you, Beanery. Okay, so this... Uh, <laughs> this this is... Uh, ew, wait, so Calpissa said she had sex on Instagram with Offset. It was several years ago. What is going on with these people? Like, what would ever make you think, oh, you know what, the world really wants to see, like, me have sex with Offset on Instagram? Like, why would Cardi B think that? Like, what in the world, what is wrong with people? Oh, my gosh. 
anyway, I guess rich people get bored like when you're that when you have nothing else to do. Although like then do good things for the world. Don't like do make porn like jeez. Okay. We truly are a godless society, everyone. That is sad to see. Anyways, okay. So I want to get on to the second part of the show, guys. Um so like I said earlier, even if the demonization the demonizing of proud boys and uh oath keepers and j sixers even if that was all true even if there was some morsel of truth to that right even if that was if they are what the even if they were what the regime say they are right that's still all that would still be is a distraction from something that is far worse that is going on in our country which is that the regime while they are distracting us with all of that nonsense they are actively trying to destroy our country from within as we speak it's all a psyop guys because not, all, not only are those accusations untrue okay but what they're trying to do is distract you into thinking that it's some big thing that nationalism is a threat to our to democracy that it, it you're a criminal if you're a nationalist if you if you're a patriot that wants to fight for your rights as an american citizen that that is criminal right meanwhile meanwhile what is the administration doing from within well they are destroying our patriotism they are destroying our morale this country is being actively destroyed by this regime well how are they doing that you might ask well of course what better way to do it than through our military through lgbtq their lgbtq agenda right and uh some i heard rachel levine speak about this just recently and I, the fact that she was making this into a big issue tells you exactly where we are exactly what this regime is up to guys if i didn't know any better i would think this is a joke 10 years ago this would have been a saturday night live skit but of course of course we can't joke around about the left on any mainstream comedy show on any mainstream network right so you know we have to reserve that for right-wing comedians people like you know alex stein although i don't think he's ever done a skit like that before but point is guys uh the fact that they are t demonizing proud boys and all of these other strong patriotic groups and are coming back with things like this listen to what rachel levine said she wants you to believe that L that that demonizing lgbtq people is the biggest threat to our democracy the biggest threat to our national security i i cannot believe this guys take a look at this clip so health professionals have a critical role to play we must continue and to expand their work to address health misinformation directly with their patients. Now, this includes, but it goes beyond COVID-19. So I'd like to just talk briefly about another area of substantial misinformation that is directly impacting health equity in our nation. And that is the health equity of sexual and gender minorities. There is substantial misinformation about gender affirming care for transgender and gender diverse individuals. We are in this nation facing an onslaught of anti-LGBTQI plus actions at the state levels across the United States, and they are dangerous to the public health. The positive value of gender affirming care for youth and adults is not in scientific or medical dispute. So we all need to work together to get our voices um, out in the front line. We need to get in our voices in the public eye. And we, can, we know how effective our medical community can be talking to communities, whether it's at town halls, schools, conversations with others. And we need to use our clinician's voice to collectively advocate for our tech companies to create a healthier, cleaner information environment. During a moment when public trust in our leaders and our information is very challenged, the healthcare worker community, the medical community 
does, I believe, maintain a high degree of trust. And we have to utilize that. And we have to utilize it effectively. No, thanks. Actually, that would be an encroachment on our right to free speech. That would be an encroachment on our right to freedom of expression. What she is, or he is advocating for, Richard Levine, or whatever his name is, uh, Randy Levine, I believe is his name. Um, by the way, I'm from Pennsylvania. That is the biggest disgrace to ever come from Pennsylvania. I mean, it's just terrible. But Pennsylvania is a disaster nowadays. Of course, we also have John Fetterman, so we got bigger fish to fry at this point. But Rachel Levine, he actually stood here, or whatever weird green screen that was. It's like, seriously, we pay so much money in taxes, and that's all you can afford, that stupid-looking green screen? Um, she, he looked terrible. Anyways, it, it's, it's, it's like almost a joke. He is calling on Twitter. He's calling on uh, social media platforms to censor information about the LGBTQ community. What? Because they don't want you to know how disastrous what they're doing, how, what a disaster it is that they're doing to, to this country, right? Because it's not just like, oh, that we just want you to accept the LGBTQ community. We don't, they don't just want us to accept that there are gay people, that there are transgender people. That would be one thing, right? One thing is to just be like, hey, can you just accept that they exist? Okay, fine, I don't agree with their life decision, but as long as they're not pushing it on kids, as long as they're not encouraging it to Americans, like as long as they're not propping it up as like some valid form of healthcare, even though it's just a mental illness that should be treated as such, okay, fine. But no, guys, no, they are actively pushing it on you. They want you to accept, to not just accept it, they want you to welcome transgenderism. They want you to think it's this beautiful thing, that you're actually better off when you're transgender. And how does that affect this country, okay? Well, they're specifically, the government is specifically pushing it on our government through the military, guys. Take a look at this. Marine Corps uh, is considering a ban on sir and ma'am out of fears of recruits they mis may misgender their superiors. What does this tell you guys? Well, it tells you that, of course, the focus is now on gender and the LGBTQ agenda rather than, I don't know, fighting and killing people when we need to. This is the focus of our military instead. A University of Pittsburgh report commissioned by the U.S. Marine Corps has recommended that, rec that recruits refrain from using gendered language such as sir or ma'am when referring to superiors as it may misgender them. The report suggest suggested that recruits should instead use a superior's title or last name when addressing them or simply drill instructor. What? What? Gendered identifiers prime recruits to think about think about or visually search for a drill instructor's gender first before their rank or role, the report suggested. The authors suggested that gender-neutral identifiers are an unambiguous, impartial way to circumvent these issues, that their use, quote, eliminates the possibility of misgendering drill instructors, which can unintentionally offend or cause discord. By teaching recruits to use gender-neutral identifiers for their drill instructors, they argue services underscore the importance of respecting authoritative figures regardless of gender. What? 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 Come again? I'm old enough to remember when our military was the best military in the world because we actually focused on fighting and winning, not misgendering people. And by the way, I've never been a member of the military in any, any of the uh, different parts of it. I've never at all been involved, but I'm just saying I have friends who are. I have friends who have been, a, you know, been through training, and, and I've heard from them that uh, the last thing they're concerned about is sensitivity. The last thing these drill instructors, the, these sergeants are concerned about 
is get your is hurting your feelings. So I don't understand why suddenly the big concern here is about gender. But of course I do understand why because they want to weaken us. That is the point here, guys. Because while they tell you that it's wrong for proud boys to exist, this very strong group of men who want to stand up for patriotism, that want to stand up for our country used to be the kind of man that America wanted to promote. They, they're also demonizing Oath Keepers, January Sixers, anybody who stands for a strong America, they demonize, whilst they are actively weakening us from within. Starting with misgendering and our military and everything that they're pushing for in that regard, that is how they are weakening us, guys. That is what is going on right now. And, you know, I, I, I don't know how... I don't know how, how this could be any clearer to be to the, to the world right now. You know, it just it definitely seems as though, you know, this is what's happening. It, it definitely seems as though, you know, they actively want to destroy our country. Now they always say in journals, you know, don't don't assume people's motives, but I think it's fairly clear what these people are trying to do. When you have Rachel Randy Levine standing there telling you that the biggest threat to our country and that you know is the LGBTQ uh, people being misgendered, right? And that we have to be supportive of them and that, you know, social media platforms should censor any information that demonizes them, that that's the biggest threat. Meanwhile, we're throwing January 6th people in jail for, I don't know, walking through the Capitol building that we all own as American citizens, that that's the biggest threat. Something's going on here, guys. And, and I think it's very difficult to ignore the truth in that regard, okay? They're weakening us. It is so obvious. That is what Rachel Levine wants to do. Rachel Randy Levine, a grown man who likes to, you know, who likes to walk around as a woman. Uh, I, well, I like to say LARP as a woman. That's what transgenders do. They LARP as women or LARP as men. Now, we see it mostly with men LARPing as women. That's another problem. Uh, but that is the reality, guys. This is what America is. It's all a psyop. The regime goes after nationalists, okay? Breaks down the morale by propping up people like Rachel Randy Levine, okay? Propping up, uh, making sure that we don't misgender people, the LGBTQ community, sensitivity, right? All while the people who are actually defending this country are being criminalized, not just demonized, but rather criminalized, okay? That's why, okay, Enrique Tarrio's on trial. That's why, the leader of the Proud Boys, of course, that's why Oath Keepers, they're in trouble too. That's why January 6th, January 6ers are being held as political prisoners, okay? This is all the regime trying to brainwash you to, to rewire your brain to think that those are the bad people, those are the bad guys. Couldn't possibly be Rachel Randy Levine. It couldn't possibly be the Biden administration, the sweet, moral Biden administration that is hurting this country, right? No. Of course it couldn't be. That is what they want you to believe. It is a psyop, guys. And even if you don't like the Proud Boys, even if you don't like the Oath Keepers, I don't care. You are stupid if you do not realize that it's all a psyop and that they are trying to trick you into thinking that that is the biggest concern for this country right now. When in fact, when our backs are turned, rather it is this administration, this regime that is actively destroying this country from within. Okay, guys, so... I want to go on and uh, take a quick break so you can hear a message from one of my amazing sponsors. You know them. You love them. The Functional Medical Institute, guys. Please go visit them at sherwood.tv slash Anna Perez. Uh, you can use my promo code Anna Perez on their amazing programs. They're all of their supplements. Great, great programs. I'm telling you, you're, you're going to love them. Take that and Field of Greens and you'll be set. You'll be all set for January. I'm telling you guys. It's going to be a great new year if you do that. So anyways, I'm going to go ahead and take a quick break so you can hear a message from them. And I'll be right back to read your comments. And also, I want to uh, play a clip that Kathy Hochul, 
Hochul, however you say her name, whatever, who cares, had to say. Uh, she's got a lot to say, a lot of concerns about climate change. I'll be back in a moment, guys. Hi, friends. Dr. Michelle Sherwood here. I'm Dr. Mark Sherwood. Many people know about our clinic, but we also have a desire to help people who can't personally visit us, but still want to take steps towards better health. Our two-week health reset is a great first step and requires no video appointments or tests. With our health reset, you will get 28 detox shakes to provide the ideal nutritional foundation, 28 supplement packs with key nutrients, and access to daily videos where we encourage you along the two-week process. Our health reset plan is usually $180. Now, it's just $169 with your promo code. Go to Sherwood.tv now and use the promo code on your screen to receive this exclusive offer. Take a simple step and let us guide you on the road to feel better. All right, and welcome to Wrong Think, guys, or welcome back to Wrong Think. Welcome, for those of you who are just tuning in now. Uh, sad, sad to say this is the end of the show if you are just tuning in now. Uh, but on that note, please go ahead and rumble this video if you haven't already. That really helps us out here at LFA, even if you're kind of like, hey, I don't know about Wrong Think. I don't know about that Anna girl. I don't know if I like this show. We'll still rumble it anyway because uh, it doesn't hurt you and it helps us, helps, helps the whole network, okay? So if you just like LFA, just rumble it because that would help us all. So please do that uh, if you haven't already. And um, yeah, I want to go ahead and read some of your comments before I move on. Let's see. Uh, Amanda Collins has a great show again, Anna. Thank you, Amanda Collins. Um, Amanda also says, sadly, grandparents are raising their grandchildren and their kids um, are not tuning in to Anna's podcast show to learn the truth on what's going on in America. I know. If more people watched Wrong Think, we would be living in a better society, I think. America would be a lot better off, okay? Just saying. Uh, on that note, if you can share this as well, share the link to this show on your social media, send it to your friends, your family, everybody would be really, really helpful because um, it would really help uh, It would really help me, it would really help LFA, and it would really help the world, the country, okay? Because, and you know what? I oftentimes speak to issues that aren't just, you know, America-centric, but rather the entire West, okay? I, I encourage the entire West to be better, I, uh, specifically America, because we are the leaders of the West, or we are supposed to be, right? But the entirety of the West has fallen. And of course, first and foremost, that's because of the lack of God in our society. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, these people who are, you know, it, it's not fair that like, you look at Muslims, is Islamic culture, they get to be very, very strong on their views. But yet, for some reason, We've been so weak as Christians the past few years, and I want to see Christians stand up and, and be strong and all of that, and, and that's something that the West overall needs to do, not just America. So that's super important. Um, let's see. Uh, Dave1975 says, denounce your birth certificate to the Constitution so the Constitution no longer protects your American citizenship. Um, what? Me personally? Well, my, I'm second generation American, so that wouldn't be like a thing I would do. I'm not an anchor baby. Um, my dad did come here in the 60s from Cuba, but my mom, she was born in New York. So I don't know what me denouncing my citizenship would have to do with any of that, but okay. 
Um, Paul and Gossip says, I like the new Anna for 2023. Thank you. Um, Dale Doc says, never hold back, Anna. I will not. It's actually a problem. I cannot hold back. Um, Paul and Gossip says, Anna, do you have a New Year's special planned where we get to call in? That's a good idea. I wasn't going to do that, but I don't know. Um, yeah, I guess we could do that. I don't know how that would work. Did the loud, the loud majority guys did that, I think, last week. So maybe I'll do it. Um, I definitely want to. Um, yeah, that's a good idea. I might do that. Let's see. Uh, Dale, 1975. Dale, 1975 says a lot to say to today he says i hate vaccines so illegals can avoid them um i mean i just think the vaccine is stupid to get entirely and i also don't think we should have illegals or i think we should have a border moratorium to be honest uh, an immigration moratorium i think we need to shut down immigration for like five or ten years and just see where we are there but i think we have a lot of cleaning up to do in america and we really need to vet the people that we have here but we're never going to figure it out the reality is we can't work on this on the oversupply of migrants that we have here in the united states and vet them completely while we still have people pouring in through a border and we're trying to, to vet them right and i know it sounds mean and like harsh but we should be able to do that it's our country we're able to do whatever we want you know and i do think that we need a border moratorium uh, D uh dave davil dave l five says lo i'm not talking about you anna oh okay i see no i i wasn't sure but um but I agree. I don't think I think we should reconsider the whole anchor baby thing, too, um, because that's a problem. There are people who come here just to have their children so that they can be American citizens. I don't know how I feel about that. OK, so that I think we need to actually reconsider as well. But definitely a um, definitely a uh, border moratorium for sure. Um, Dale Doc says heaven has gates too. great point. Of course, heaven has gates. We can't let in the Satan worshipers. Um, Toneman514 says, unvaxxed and proud of it. Same here. Uh, I was one of the, everybody's like, oh, like, when I was at RAV, I was like, I would tell people that I'm unvaxxed, like openly. And everybody thought that was like crazy brave. And I was like, but like, it wasn't brave two years ago to say that because I was also unvaxxed two years ago, right? Like, I don't understand um, the COVID vaccine didn't even exist. Like I'm the same person. Same Anna from two years ago. I'm still unvaxxed, have, meaning, meaning I never got the COVID vaccine. I mean, I have other vaccines that my parents got me when I was a baby, which, by the way, I told you guys a long time ago, I want to do this show. I want to look at every single vaccine that, that is considered like a standard vaccine now and look at how it's changed over the years because I would bet you anything that they've been putting some uh, sketchy ingredients in those vaccines recently, in recent years. I bet you now that they figured out what they could do with the COVID vaccine, they've started to put weird ingredients in like, you know, the polio vaccine and like the polio vaccine's always been a little sketchy, but other vaccines that we consider standard, right? So I think that the ingredients have actually changed in those vaccines in the past, or they will change at least in the future. So it's kind of scary. And I think people have a right to that information because, you know, when people, you know, when people have kids, they want to know like whether or not they should be vaccinating their kids with this stuff. You know, we just kind of blindly trust people. Um, these flu shots are like horse vaccines. That's Paul and Gracia. Yeah, I never take flu. Flu is obviously a horrible idea. Flu is just like to me, uh, like kind of like the um, 
COVID vaccine, not in the sense that it'll kill you. It's just like, why would I get it? Like, if I do get the flu, so be it. I don't really get sick very often. I think I've, I haven't had the flu since I was a kid. And um, I just don't get sick often anyway. So it's not really a problem. I obviously have a strong immune system. So why would I need to like take all these vaccines, right? And I think that's true for most people. Anna, you look beautiful today and always. That's Moonfire One. Thank you, Moonfire. That's really nice of you. Um, Marilyn Dockendorf says, great, great show, Anna. Thank you, Marilyn. I really appreciate you tuning in. And all of the regulars, we have Paul, we have Amanda, we have Dale Doc, we have a 22 America, American First. We love you, 22. You're always sharing this show on Twitter, and I really appreciate that, 22 American First. So you get a special shout-out. And Amanda. Amanda's always sharing our content. You guys rock. You have no idea how much we appreciate that. You guys are very, very special to us. Um, and I, I don't say it enough because I really, truly am grateful for everybody who shares this content. Um, that's what's really going to get the truth out. It's not even so much about LFA. It's like these are topics that nobody else is covering. And if, if, if this reaches just, you know, five extra people from you guys sharing it, that I'm happy because that's that's great. We need to get the message out, guys. Uh, not only is LFA where it's at, but this is the truth. You know, the content that we are giving you guys, this is what's going on. Nobody else is going to report on it. So please, please, please share. Um, yeah, Bad Moon's not here today. Where's Bad Moon? I guess I know it's a busy time of year, so I don't expect everyone to be here. But um, I know uh, 22 American Versus, we love you, Anna. Now give us two hours. Maybe, maybe one day. Maybe I'll, I'll do another show. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> maybe I'll do a weekend show or something. We do want to do weekend content. So maybe I'll do a weekend podcast. You know what I do want to do? I want to do a show with Isabella because we have very similar views on the feminist movement. So I'm going to ask her if she wants to do like a weekend podcast. I actually haven't spoken to her about that. I'm just telling you guys that now. But I've, I've been meaning to talk to her about that or at least like a weekly like Instagram live or something. So um, hopefully we'll do that soon. But um, yeah, please rumble. And uh, I have one last thing to show you guys that I think is going to crack you guys up, if nothing else. It's ridiculous, of course, because it's Kathy Hochul. But uh, she wants you to think, guys, that all of this crazy weather that we're experiencing right now, the extreme cold, it's been really, really cold recently, uh, as you guys know. Kathy wants you to think that it's actually climate change that's doing it. That's right. It's not, uh, it's, it's global warming, guys. That's why it's so cold. That makes sense. Climate change. And notice how the left had to change global warming from global warming to climate change simply because the narrative wasn't fitting anymore because it started to get really, really, really cold. All right. Um, and, uh, you know, they were like, oh, but global warming still a thing. We're just going to rebrand it as climate change. So it's kind of funny how that's the case. Uh, I'm going to do a show on climate change tomorrow, I think, actually, because I have a whole theory on this. Well, not theory. It's backed up by real science. The thing about climate change, guys, is that, okay, so the left likes to pose it as this. And I'll be quick about this because I, I want to go ahead and show you this clip and then go. But um, they like to pose it as like, okay, so we have the CO2 problem. Okay, fine. I can grasp that. You're showing me the data that there's a CO2 problem. I get that. Gotcha. And then they're like, okay, now the world's going to end in 12 years. It's like, whoa, 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 what? So I went, you went from point A to point Z in like record time. I don't understand how you connect those two dots. So more CO2 means the world's going to end in 12 years? Well, wait a second. How do you actually know that there's a correlation between those two things? Because if you look at history, if you look at medieval times, we also had a rise in CO2. We also had a rise in temperatures. If you look at trends historically, we've had we've seen a lot of the same patterns we're seeing now. We had an ice age, guys. I don't know if anyone's aware of that, right? But it, it's so crazy to me how the left makes it out to be like, this, these are unprecedented times. It's like, 
you have you're being sold a lie by the left and nobody ever questions how they got from point a to point c i I interviewed this guy alex epstein he talks about fossil fuels and the importance of them and he advocates for that and he talks about the science behind it it's like he's like nobody ever asks the left how did you get from point a to point c because one thing is to point out a statistic that is objectively true but then another thing is to extrapolate information you know that like pretty pretty dire information that doesn't make sense to extrapolate from like how did you get from rising co2 to we're all gonna die it doesn't make sense right and they don't want you to question the in between because they don't actually have a valid explanation for it okay the science is fake okay that they bring up anyway that's another show maybe i'll do it tomorrow because of all this talk of climate change but before i go i wanted to show you this clip of what kathy hochel had to say because i thought it was just really funny take a look last night i had to bring in the national guard conditions, the blinding snow, the zero visibility, absolute whiteouts. Uh, it may go down as one of the worst in history. People are comparing this to the dreaded blizzard of 77, where Buffalo first got its reputation for having an unprecedented amount of snow. We broke that record again a month ago. So it's very clear to me that the effects of climate change are wreaking havoc everywhere. The effects of climate change. Yeah, lady, you have no idea what you're talking about. You're just a robot repeating the same talking points from the left. Why? Because climate change is a farce and we'll break all of that down. And you know what? It's one thing to want to have cleaner oceans, take care of our environment. Okay, fine. I'm all on board with that, right? You know, don't litter, obviously, right? But another thing is to go out of your way to deplete fossil fuels because you're convinced that that is, you know, what's going to cause us to die in 12 years. What? What? What lunacy? are we talking about here? But that is how the left brainwashes you. They don't want you to ask questions. Their method, their methodology and all of this only works on a population that doesn't ask questions, on a population that is mentally obese and lacks curiosity. They don't want you to ask the questions, the, the valid questions, which are, how did you get to that point? Okay, maybe there is rising CO2, but have we seen those trends before? And did people die in 12 years after that? Oh wait, no, they didn't because uh, humanity still exists, right? Nobody is asking how we get from point A to point Z, and that's the big problem with the climate change farce people need to ask these questions but no they just believe whatever kathy hochel says because ha kathy hochel says it kathy you don't know anything about history you don't know anything about world history you don't know anything about climate change you're not a scientist you know literally zero zilch i know more than you and i'm not even a scientist so i don't know maybe stop lying to people's faces would be nice but no because that's the only tactic the left has per usual okay guys thank you so much for watching today's show please go ahead and rumble this video on your way out if you haven't already would really appreciate that and let me know should i do a climate change climate change show tomorrow um that could change depending on the news but uh maybe that's what i'll do maybe that's what i'll tackle tomorrow because i know a lot of people are talking about how bad climate change is and i'll break down the science of why it's all fake uh i could do that or something else whatever you guys want all right so Anyways, I'm going to go finally get going. I always say I'm going to go and then I wind up leaving like 10 minutes later. So I will actually leave. Uh, but please, like I said, rumble this video, share it with everyone, as many people as you can share the link on your social media. I'd really appreciate that. And thank you so much for watching per usual. I will be back tomorrow at 1 p.m. right here on LFA TV with another episode of Wrong Think.